0: Welcome. I welcome you to Ran Out of Talent podcast. We can't thank you enough for checking in, taking in here, listening to the stats. Joey Fitzsimmons is the co host, and you got Joe Jr. running the show. Me? I'm a man just trying to just rip up the pre freestyles. just for you tuning in to Ran Outta Talent. But if you ever run out of talent, don't take no time, don't take anything, just get up. Welcome to another episode of Ran Outta Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zerr, Jr., and with me is my co-host, Joey Fitzsimmons. How's it going tonight, Joey?
1: It's going all right, going all right, just uh, poured myself a nice captain in Mountain Dew and just got back from a fishing trip, so yeah, we're doing pretty good.
0: Nice, yeah. I've been uh recovering from last night' <laughs> long, long race day. Really? Yeah. Um. Where, where'd you Where'd you go? We raced at Thunder Road. And we ended up raced with, up. yeah, we ended up with about 147 entries. Jesus. Yeah, man. So. You know, we were there probably. We were there a little later than it should have been, but it wasn't terrible. There were 22 heats for qualifying. You know what I mean?
1: That's still pretty good, though.
0: Yeah. So we got out of there at 9.30-ish. Um. Yeah, it was just a busy day, though. Um. But the week before that, we decided to hit up a Friday night at MMR, and it w- that was pretty fun, man. Why don't you, uh, hold on about that a little bit. Hey, hold on a second. Your Skype's making funny noises.
1: Funny noises.
0: Oh, so I just started making the whale beacon noise. Oh man. Uh, it's ah, well, it is what it is. I don't know. I should get a different system and hook up and all that crap, but.
1: Well, probably doesn't help him streaming from my hotspot.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's all right though. Um, yeah, man, we raced at MMR. The layout was decent. It was just a Friday night race. Um there were like twenty and twenty, twenty three entries on the twenty third. Seth came, there was to run his wheeler. We were out of there at eight thirty at night. It was nice.
1: Hell yeah.
0: So um yeah man it was a good time but um then this saturday we raced at thunder road it was either gonna be absolutely insane like it was or is it gonna be absolutely dead i didn't know which way it was gonna go because you know a lot of racers have those girlfriends like you're not going racing you're going to this new year's party and blah 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 blah, blah.
1: That's that's what we would have been doing had I not convinced her to go uh, fishing instead.
0: Yeah, dude. Nothing good happens after midnight. It, it is true. You know, I'll, it, th- we were driving home at 10, 10 ish going down highway. Because uh, the way we take is um, we don't get on to 94 until we're in Clearwater. So... Mm-hmm. And then we take the clear water cut through through Becker, and we we're going down Highway Ten through Becker at ten fifteen ish at night, and there were already insanely drunk people on the roads. I wouldn't
1: I would not put it past anybody.
0: Yeah. It's you know, redneck going from eighty five to fifty back and forth, back and forth, that type of thing. Yep. But yeah, so <laughs> one thing I wanted to go through with the results from uh, Thunder Road, Joe 3 won intermediate four-wheel drive buggy after breaking the living crap out of his car the entire day. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's that thing that happens when you start picking up a little speed, but your line's still not quite right. Oh, yeah. So, and it's just happenstance. You know what I mean? Yep. Um. He qualified like seventh in the intermediate A, and he won. Annika Albrick took second, and Deacon Martin took third. Deacon Martin, sorry. Um. Jeff Killian actually was winning that, and he ran. He was gone. He ran away with it. Joe Three was going to finish second, but um, on the he got just murdered on the crossover. Like second to yeah, the last lap.
1: I don't know. Uh I don't know how I feel about those crossovers.
0: The one at Thunder Road is very simple and there were no real issues with it with expert and advanced, but sportsman and intermediate and stuff like that. Man, it was hairy. So but no, that was because he's Joe Three Man. He had a rough day qualifying, but he pulled it together I'm like, dude drive it another like 10% calmer than you do your two wheel buggy and you'll do great. And he did. (laughs) Good. Um, let's
1: good to hear. He's picking up on it.
0: Yeah. He's, he's like I said, in that weird stage to where he's picking up speed and he's like trying to break through to that next level yet again. And, that's going to be rough growing pains. I'm going to be replacing a lot of shit, and he's going to be <laughs> helping. Um, Good.
1: Good for them to learn.
0: Yeah, well, he's got to start learning, dude, because I'm going to right. pick up a third class here. Uh, let's go to 17.5 Expert Buggy because I did not bump up because I threw away the bump up. I, Dude, I had it locked up, and I just started crashing. But... um. Ethan Michelson won that one, followed by Caden Voss and Aiden Dang taking third. Austin Jacobson uh, bumped up from the B to take fourth. Um, 13-5 Expert, I did bump up to that one, but I only ended up eighth. (laughs) This one was right. So Caden Voss and John Martin have the same basic. I mean, the paint jobs, the designs are a little different but they have mm-hmm. the exact same colors in the same pattern. So I thought I was letting Caden buy to lap me, but I was letting John buy for a position, but I eventually got by him again. <laughs> but uh yeah.
1: That's
0: kind of funny. Dude, you when you're racing, you can't tell the di- I mean, when they're side by side, you can tell the difference for sure. But when you're racing, you can't tell at all. Right? Um, but Caden Voss won that one followed by Matthew Michelson and Ethan Michelson, but yeah, I'm picking up. So I had my wife yesterday bring my mini Truggy cause we're sitting there it's noon and I'm like, dude, we're going to be here forever. It's one of those rare times to where I could run a third class. And it's like the second the wife brought the mini-truggy up to me, shit went awry. Like, things started breaking left and right and center. And, oh, man, uh, Joe Three's buddy Landon came with. I feel bad for that kid. So he qualified um, fifth in sportsman but broke in the warm-up laps. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's one of the rough. We've all done it. We've all busted out in the warm-up laps. It sucks, and it's a really shitty feeling. It is. But you I've know done it once. Yeah, exactly, but he's I bet he's going to be more careful in the warm-up laps. <laughs> Cuz that's what we all learn. Be start the race. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: right. Um yeah, so the wife brought the mini truck. Yeah, I ain't get a wrench on it much, but I almost I I really had a second place truck, but it, the rear end is so soft that every time i hit the throttle it just goes straight no matter how hard i'm turning yep so i got a wrench on that but i ended up fourth in that but yeah that dude mini truggy i can't i can't wait to throw some fuzz bites on my truck i think that'll be the ticket but yeah so yeah, for sure. Matthew Michelson won that one, followed by Scott Albrecht and Sarah Beard. She bought a mini truck. So Sarah bought a mini truggy from uh, John Martin. And she's like, she, I don't think she qualified round one either. I, I believe she didn't. And then she qual- started round two and I started round, And so it's like, all right. And then. Yeah, her and I actually battled through the final wall ride. It was fun. But yeah, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna pick that up as a third class if I can get Joe Three to start wrenching more. Hell yeah. I forget how much fun it is until I bust it out. Every time I I haven't ran that truck since August. Because it was set up for the AstroTurf and it's like the last however many races at the It rains so much at Thunder Road, Joey that I won the fist scale and the mini-truggy points, and I want to say I ran the mini-truggy three times and the fifth scale two or three times, it was seriously that little that we were able to race outside last summer.
1: Putting a beat down on him.
0: No, I just survived. <laughs> <laughs> fifth scale, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah, freaking... But, you know, that's the deal. So, a few of the Minnesota guys went to trackside on Saturday. Um, Mm -hmm. I have to laugh at this because I just noticed this. You know how everybody's got a flag near their name? Yep. So, Kyle Holmberg is a dirty, flappy-head Canadian. (laughs) Do you ever watch a South Park where, you know, they... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's got a Canadian flag next to his name. So Kyle Holmberg wins uh 135 four-wheel, followed by James Dolan and Andy Krivitz. Um stock buggy. It was Alejandro Vegas went in with that HB buggy that he's had to wrench his balls We're gonna talk about that. That's in my notes. Kyle Holmberg takes second and Kyle. Kakorik, that's a guess, takes third. Let's look at uh, some modified buggy. Modified buggy, Austin Wick wins it, followed by Alejandro Vegas and Josh uh, Hanstein. Um. So, what else are we going to pull up? We're going to pull up 510, aren't we? Or I say so, yeah. Yeah, because. I thought we pulled up 5.10 uh, last time for the trophy race. Because they had the New Year's party last night. They did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that New Year's party looked fun, but, man, they had the two drivers, one car. Uh, Yetis won it, broken axle second, and, oh, my gosh, third. Hooligan race, uh, I, I'm guessing it's a demolition derby uh
1: have you seen the uh the one down at beach rc
0: no is it so, is that where they just throw shit at the cars that are driving
1: so they put a bunch of obstacles on the track yeah and it's pretty much a last man standing in, okay in, in like in an x amount
0: of time okay okay okay
1: Al- alex sturgeon does it for the uh Spring champs, Yep.
0: Yep, he did it last year, and I just dude, the track got so noisy, I just had to walk away. <laughs> uh Rick Provost won that. Eric Rasmussen took second and Jordan Court third. Trailer race, Rick Pro Provost won that one. The Yetis and then Dale Reek. So let's see here. Um so race results. I want to see. I want to see. Yeah, we hit the Holiday Hustle last podcast, the one with 82 entries. So I think we're all caught up with the 510. So, yeah, man, Um, I want to look up the toy box because I don't know. I, I kind of, I, I'm looking at their schedule, trying to look at their schedule. I am going so slow right now. But anyways, next Friday night, I'm going to be announcing uh, the points race at uh, Dollar Hobbies. So okay. make sure you hit up that one. It's going to be a good night. I don't screw around. Everybody knows that. <laughs> um, I'm looking for the schedule. It should be pinned to the top, but it's not. <laughs> oh, man, I'm only in November. Um, I ordered up some of the new Astro tires from J Concepts to try them out. There we go. So, next week, no, they don't it might just be a standard club race next week. But the their next points race is January 14th and their next trophy race is January 28th for the toy box. So next week just might be a standard just regular fun club race. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, yeah, man, I don't know.
1: Those are, those are always fun. Carl well, I love Carl Pearson.
0: I do too, but I might have to work next Saturday because, or you might borrow me an oval car next Saturday because I might work because I've done just about everything to that. This is not the fault of the person who sold it to me. This is just, it happens. I got a really, really bad 13.5. Mm-hmm. it happens so it happens. I want to I work a Saturday and get one to where it doesn't hurt my pocket <laughs> uh, Tor borrowed me one of his X-Factors from last year and it was a missile in comparison so maybe Tor will sell me that one I don't know so
1: <laughs> intent
0: I don't know he might but the it's like he i he watched me in the b main and he goes dude your car is terribly slow i'm like there's nothing i can do it's the motor it sucks he hands me a motor and he goes well you got about 10 races to change it out well in that 10 races um i had a race i had a marshal i had to watch joe 3 race twice <laughs> but i got uh, it done got a
1: handful.
0: i got it done it it wasn't hard i get truthfully after i had the soldering iron out it was 10 minutes out and in you know it's very simple Mm -hmm. um so before we get into notes because it's going to be a long one silly season popped off in these last two weeks
1: more or less the last week
0: yeah for sure um one of them's funny, I'll get to that in a minute though but uh, if you want a ran out of talent t-shirt or coffee mug, go to pwrmerch.com check out the different ran out of talent designs we got there. Check out all the other designs at pwrmerch.com. You can get your 510 Raceway t-shirt also you can get your hobby farm, you can get your MMR, you can get any your RC I think there's an RC wife shirt on there. There's some kind of. They have t shirt for women on there for sure. I know I've seen them. But yeah, man, go to. I think P- I have. Huh?
1: I think I have too.
0: Yeah. Go to uh, pwrmerch.com. All right, Um, right. First off, let's just. Uh, there's a million things, so let's just bundle it up. We're going to start with Silly Season because that's what matters. Um, Craig Krueger is out as our local, um, region seven team associated team manager. Kyle Holmberg is now your man. I mean,
1: the man, the manly man, man.
0: Yeah. To be fair though, I mean, Kyle's basically been kind of carrying the region seven team for a while though. Um, so Tebow, he's making moves. We're going to, so he's out of techno. Everybody says my, oh, hit the mic cable. Everybody says Miyako. I don't know. Then there's people guessing HB. And then there's people guessing this, guessing that still no chassis. we because Jared Wiggins posted a race report from Thornhill yesterday and Tebow was on the podium with no buggy. So still don't know. I bet we'll know tomorrow when we're done recording. Probably, um, how it goes. He's out of AKA, and he moves to Hot Race, and the Hot Race deal was a business deal. Um, He will now be selling Hot Race tires on his JTP site. Mm-hmm. So good move for him, because his career is winding down, and you want to have a business afterwards. You don't want to be selling real estate like a sucker. Um, Ryan Lutz is still with AKA he's the last pro still with AKA true this is going to be a little bit of an AKA seg- segment here so just when we thought AKA was done they come out with the new tire I forget what it's called but it looks decent but now the- go ahead
1: the the dynamite or something like that, dynamite or something.
0: Yeah, I think we need to talk about the shit deal that AKA has given their team their fifty percent team drivers. The problem with AKA being bought out by Horizon, Horizon's a distributor. So, they're really not gaining anything of having 50% drivers. Um, Like when I, this is a guess, and it was kind of confirmed by a few guys, but let's say I buy a kit from Team Associated. They're making more off of my, me buying one kit than they make off of selling a kit to HRP. Does that make sense? Yep. So I'm still getting a deal, but they're still making a lot more money than what they would have made by selling to a distributor. So um, they sent out contracts to the team, and they're offering a super small discount. That's basically retail. Um, they're offering a contingency program that, Let's be honest. Guys like Kyle Holmberg, they're going to make the money. Guys that are a half step down aren't going to make a dime. Um, All those guys are doing it. AKA Proline and TLR. Um, Horizon, man, they really, really, really screwed up with this one. Or, maybe they're I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're done with the um, 50% team. What do you think? uh,
1: I got that same contract. Um, That's pretty much what it said is you have to be above a 50 to get contingency and you have to go to these big events to get the contingency, which I understand. They want you to go to the big races just to show their product.
0: Yeah, but, but what if you make the A? How much do you get? Does it say? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me pull up the email here. Is it decent? Is it or is it like if you make the A, you get like a hundred bucks?
1: Uh, let's see here. So they go in different tiers. Okay. So there's a tier one contingency and there's a tier two contingency okay um, pro nitro buggy Truggy, e buggy e chuggy mod two and four wheel uh, first is four hundred seconds two hundred and third is a
0: hundred not terrible, but I mean then, you gotta win to make money
1: right and then the uh, intermediate classes are three hundred one fifty and seventy
0: five bucks yeah that might Sportsman pay for your guys. tires. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. No, Sportsman uh, guys are $200, 150 bucks.
0: Yeah, so. I mean it it does promote winning. And it's gonna clean up their shit a lot because they're gonna have a lot of guys not coming back. Including me. Yeah. Um so, I saw this, uh, Cole Tollard out of Associated. Did you see that one? I didn't. Where'd that one sneak through? Dude.
1: Oh, wait. No, no. I take that back. I did see something about that.
0: It's been crazy. It's been nuts. Um, <laughs> a lot of Yokomo news, which is crazy. We all knew, Thanks. um, Mayfield would have been gone, Yep, but Lee Martin is gone. Yokomo has terminated all pro contracts. So you think, you know, that's going to be it for Yokomo for a bit for like racing, but then Mm -hmm. they come out with the new four wheel drive buggy. It's like this shit's getting confusing. Um... Jared Wiggins went to j Concepts. That's gonna be a good move for him um I didn't take the note, but I saw he went somewhere, but your Newman is out of Schumacher. I do not know where he went. I don't either, you know. I'm gonna look quick because I think I know where I saw it but I, oh not there um but yeah, your Newman it's like yeah okay, you know so your oh your Newman's going to s works he he's been a pro for so long I think he's might be barely thirty years old he was um sounds about right. he was one of those guys who got um. Him and Lutzen, and I want to say Travis Amescula might have been one of them. They all got um quote unquote lifetime contracts through Durango, and then Durango shit the bed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see if that makes a difference for them. I don't know. S Works they've really come around with their cars. They're decent. They're good. I think anybody worth their shit can drive them. Mm-hmm. Um, Cav out of TLR to WRC. So the question is, who's this tire guy going to be? That WRC move didn't work for lots. Who was Cav with before he went to TLR? Was he in with S-Works? I believe so. And he had really good, he had better success with the S-Works than he did with TLR. And I always thought it was not a good move for him to move to TLR, but I bet, you know, he can't mess with the guy's paycheck. I bet it was all about the paycheck. Probably. So, Um. yeah, so if he's out of TLR, he has no tire guy yet. Because I get... I
1: would assume that would have to be AKA.
0: You think they're AKA over there?
1: WRC is big on AKA.
0: Okay. Um Tyler Jones is out of techno and he goes to a gamma.
1: Didn't that one happen two years ago? Three years ago?
0: Um he was at a gamma a few years ago. I don't think he was with techno a few years ago.
1: Right, he was with Agama.
0: Yeah. Um, Jackson Brunson back at Team Associated after having a little run with HB. Ooh, Brandon Rose out of Agama. <laughs> Shit. Um, Spencer Rivkin to Reds. Well, that one
1: took me for a loop
0: who was what was he running before Drake oh that's interesting now that's interesting because Drake motors are rock solid you're never going to have an issue with them because they're just OS based motors that Drake you know puts a little bit of lube on and spit shines it and calls it his own Mm -hmm. they're very good motors we've all had a Drake motor um Yeah, we'll see if he can, like, you know, the step below pro all the way down to the bottom basement sportsman can all have good success with reds. But I haven't seen many pros, I should say in America. They're pretty big in Europe. I haven't seen any American pros that can get the proper power out of, um, Reds Motors. So it'll be very interesting to see if uh, Spencer can do that. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, Seth leaves Trinity. Seth Van Dalen. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he's going to do there. But, dude, <laughs> I had a feeling that was going to happen. When you can't shut the thermal off, on a Trinity ESC and you have a driver like Seth and he thermals out every race with like a minute and a half left to go. Sorry, dog, your shit just don't work for him. Cause that happened. How many times? How many times have we I seen see that? Huh?
1: I have seen it happen down at Omaha a
0: couple times. I seen it happen at FTR. Yeah. I mean, it just, thermals on and then it did that weird backwards thing on him did you see that
1: yep i witnessed that at omaha What? what the fuck was that i don't know he was saying something about the rotor breaking apart or something like that the sensor board going bad or
0: yeah well it is what it is you know if you're gonna you could always say seth drives way fucking harder than most people and you can chalk it up to that but you know, he makes it work for him. But now, mm-hmm. hopefully, I wonder where he's going to go. It's going to be interesting. Um, There's going to be no RCGP anymore. That's done, which is sad. Why? Why? Why is, well, there was no real RC2 support. Like, the RCGP had full pro classes, which is good. But there was, like, in America, it was full. But, like, I want to say in Italy or in Great Britain, they had, like, 30 to 50 RC2 entries where they maxed it out at 150. Mm -hmm. It's, like, guys, I mean, there were guys that got such valuable stuff out of them. So, like, just for fun, at a couple of the races they had, the best and the worst races to where a pro would take your average joe's be the worst the guys who qualified the worst in the RC2 class they would take their cars the pros would they would unfuck them they would teach them how to drive a little bit as much as they could and then the pros would do a few laps and then the uh, the slower guys would do a few laps, and then they'd average it together to see who would win. And they did a lot of cool stuff like that. And the, those gate starts, those um, those two-row gate starts were so cool. And they I built, thought
1: those were pretty nifty.
0: Dude, they built proper gates for them. Because before, Mm -hmm. gates in the past were super high-angled that your wheels were still on and your pit guy had to hold it while you rev the shit out of your car. Mm -hmm. Dude, those gates were... Everything they did was such a great job. But unfortunately... Well, the thing is, RCGP was always going to go away. Now, was it going to go away more quietly? Like, JQ wasn't involved in the second year of it. Like, I mean, he was involved as a team owner or whatever, but he wasn't involved in any of the organizing or none of that stuff. He actually didn't own RCGP at all. They came to him for help, which I didn't know. I thought RCGP, I thought JQ had his mitts in that thing, but he actually just helped him out. Hmm yeah so at the world's Bank when mayfield uh, mayfield and um jq are friends so it's it is what it is but when mayfield made that comment about well we're all gonna stand around and pay for jq's team to race and blah 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 whatever backhanded drunken comment he made that I forget what it was because it was so many. It was like 2018, I want to say, he made those comments at the World's Banquet. Mm -hmm. That That sunk, like, the European teams were all in. But that one comment by Mayfield sunk any hopes of having a good American showing. We, I mean... Think if Rivkin would have done the whole thing, would we would they have had anybody to compete with Angaro? You know what I mean? Right. But it's just because JQ and childish drinking put together, it's it is what it is. Right. So J Concepts peppered us with a whole bunch of new tires. They got a new two wheel drive front. Um for AstroTurf. It's the um pin swag. They're gonna have it for four-wheel drive too, I believe, but they haven't listed it on the website yet. Um they have a new Astroturf tire. I hate to say it, but I forgot what it was called already. And I ordered them. Let me look at my order list. <laughs> Cause um it's called So I ordered Siren. They're the siren. And they came out with fuzz bites for the truck, which is gonna be a really good thing. Ooh, on that order, I started ordering my fifth-scale truck tires for the Silver State. Man, even with my deal. My deal, I get a deal on the fifth-scale tires, and they're still expensive as hell. Um Kyle Holmberg is doing a bulk order of TNR fuels here pretty quick. So if you want any TNR fuels, like I'll probably be ordering a case. You get it cheaper, obviously, if you do a big bulk order. Talk to Kyle Holmberg. If you're not a VP guy, you should be a TNR guy. And those are really the only two good few I mean, Bones Brew, okay. You know, I, I haven't seen anything terrible from Bones Brew. For a while, we thought Flashpoint was a shit, but then a whole bunch of us started popping motors left and right, and it's like, ah. we don't necessarily know if it's from Flashpoint, but you never know. Um, do you run VP or do you run TNR? Joey? I run VP. There you are. Sorry, I ain't know if you are there or not.
1: No, my headphones are, my headphones are doing weird things over
0: here. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of, I sat down at my iRacing simulator for the first time in two years because I hooked Joey's new 3D printer up to it. Oh, nice. And that gave me the itch to do iRacing again. I don't know. I might. But that 3D printer is cool. Now, that's another thing. So we got Joey a 3D printer for Christmas, and it prints, like, you can do like a six by six inch by six inch deal on it. I already want a bigger one. I want one <laughs> I want one that's like three foot by three foot.
1: Just a big boy.
0: I do. Joey's like, oh, do you think we could I'm like, there's no we in this one, pal. <laughs> that would be mine. <laughs> um there's a new Paintworks Racing video up on YouTube. Corey Hins did, I believe it's the final for Ricks. Yeah, it's Ricks, uh, MNRC Off-Road Racing Series 2022 Round 5, Ricks Hobby Farm. So that's up on YouTube. Look up Paintworks Racing. Works is spelled W-E-R-K-S. Uh, He does a really good job on those. He does. Um, Now, before we get into questions, we're going to talk about these uh, these HB quality control issues. (sighs) And it's frustrating because the car is insanely expensive. When the car is that expensive, you are not allowed the mistakes they're making. Period. You know, I saw... Yeah, I heard... Oh, go ahead.
1: I heard something about their quality not being the best right now.
0: So the front ball stud mount on a lot of the kits from left to right was about 2.4 millimeters off. So if you put, you know, the proper amount of ball stud shims underneath each ball stud, you'd be jacked. Your car would be jacked on one side. And the diffs had issues, and the front arms were incredibly brittle to where people were running team-associated front arms. And there were a couple other little things... And again, so, like, I even saw Joe Scaramel make a comment being like, well, you got to give them, you know, they're because HB is fixing the problems. Don't get me wrong. HB is fixing the problems. But at that price point, there are no problems allowed. I
1: think. It is very true.
0: You know, it's not a. Three hundred ninety-nine dollar team associated kit. This is a six seven hundred dollar kit, six hundred seven. Either way, it's significantly more. No room for error. I if you have one in your cart on a main, I would take it out of your cart and wait because the parts are quote unquote coming. I mean, Alejandro did very well with his at that trackside race, but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, oh, also, shocks leak like crazy. So, yeah, man. Like I said, they would have a little bit more... Because, like I said, they're fixing it, but they'd have a little bit more leeway and I'd be a little bit more nicer if it didn't cost so much money. Imagine if... You scrimped and save for it because let's be real. Eighty percent of RC racers could go buy that car tomorrow and it wouldn't hurt their pocketbook. Let's be real about it. Um What about the 20% that I have to save for months? And then they build this car and it just falls apart the first time they drive it. And it doesn't feel right because their ball stud mounts jacked mm-hmm. and, and the shocks just piss fluid. Dude, that shit's not okay. And they've done this in the past under different owners. A lot of people don't realize that HB's under their third or fourth owner. They've gone bankrupt and gone away in the past. A lot of people forget about that stuff. Because when they do come back, they come back strong. Well, at least in their A-scale side, they come back strong. They really haven't quite gotten it right on the 10-scale side. I want to say Testman had a little bit of success, but not a ton. He
1: was also rather a prototype buggy then, too.
0: Yeah. You know, and Testman's always been more of an A-scale driver. So... Yeah, man, that's all I got for um my notes. Do you have any notes or anything like that?
1: Uh I mainly wanted to cover the all the silly season stuff. So I mean we kind of went through that pretty pretty
0: good. Dude, that's a lot. So with all that silly season stuff, and I've had a lot I've I've been met with a lot of disagreements, which is good. I like when people challenge my ideas. I've been a lot of people have been challenging my idea of this by the time 2030 hits there will be no more paid rc racers at best you'll have paid tra- uh, travel
1: why do you say no more paid rc drivers
0: because silly seasons getting crazier and crazier every single and then somebody's always left out or somebody goes from paid to just being on the travel team or somebody goes from being on the travel team to just having a budget and having to pay for that you know somebody's always dropped down somebody's always left out and i don't think i don't buy my cars because david Ongaro is a world champion I buy my car because of our region. You know what I mean? Like when we have Kyle Holmberg and we got James Dolan and we got just an insane amount of talent running those team-associated cars. In the region that I could talk to at the track, and pm on facebook and they'll actually answer that's the reason i run team associated if they ran x-ray i paid us i would probably follow them you know what i mean mhm i don't think these paid racers are a good return on invest, investment One thing it does do show though. It shows the adult men that look up to RC racers like they idolize them. It's like,
1: well, that's just that's just like uh, real racing, though big cars.
0: I know, and that's always bothered me a little bit too. Grown men shouldn't have idols. You're grown. You're not a child.
1: Everybody's got to have an idol.
0: No. I have people that I enjoy watching and they entertain me. But if they, and same with fighting, I don't idolize anybody in the fight world. Because I'm a grown ass man with my own bills. I don't have time for that shit. Anyway, sorry, I just anyways, like I said, though, I don't think the return on investment's good on paid pro drivers, and I mean,, I don't know there's just a lot of personal feelings and hearsay I got about it, but you know, we'll see the guys a half step down that are already killing it in the regional and starting to kill it in the national scene. We'll see one of those guys win a world championship not because they're getting paid. It's because they love it and they want to be there. You know what I mean? Yep. Alright, let's get into questions. Papoid was wondering, could we see a new 10-scale buggy from Techno with Mayfield out of Yokomo and it being a 10-scale world's here? I don't think they know how. I think Mayfield, if you race I mean, he's going to race the Worlds. It's in his backyard. I wouldn't be shocked to see Mayfield with associated buggies. I really won't, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Mayfield with an associated four-wheel. Oh, um,
1: well, he's going to have to run a four-wheel. No, he track, won't. No four-wheel.
0: I bet not. I bet not. I bet he's got a special deal there. That Techno four-wheel is sold, I mean, it was barely... All right, I'm going to stop talking shit. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of guys bought those because they're strong, and they don't... Well, you shouldn't be running Wheeler. If you're looking for something super strong that you can run into a brick wall and not break, that's not your class. Sorry, G. (laughs) Um, Number two, any thoughts or opinions on the new J-Concepts? Carpet or turf tires? Well, I think the new two-wheel fronts are going to be excellent. I think the new turf tires are going to be better, and I think they're going to be really good on high-grip turf. But at the toy box, because it's so cold in it, it's like the AstroTurf doesn't lay down, you know what I mean? Yep. And it does not build a tire groove. That track is stays green like I don't think they'll be good for that but I think they'll be good for other AstroTurf so yeah man that's what Pat Boyd's got Um, Chris Martin goes TLR and Horizon just announced a contingency payout system for 2023 what are your thoughts I gave my thoughts I don't I I I don't know man. Pro level it's not enough. Sportsman and intermediate. Eh. Yeah, I guess after I thought about it a little more, I guess. But I think you should also get a little bit of something if you make an A at one of those big national events, don't you? Uh, yeah,
1: to a certain extent.
0: I mean, let's say you're in, let's say you're racing at intermediate buggy and it goes down to a j main and you make the a i mean that's pretty freaking amazing
1: oh yeah yeah that's that's definitely a plus but at the same time too is is does the company have enough money to pay for you know all those drivers
0: i kind of wonder how horizon works that is aka really under the horizon umbrella or does horizon own aka and run it as an independent company that would determine on the amount of money because on their own yeah they're not making enough money they don't make enough tires to make money shit Uh, how many times this summer did you have to buy tires retail
1: Quite a bit, actually.
0: And how many times this summer did you go to look to buy them retail and they were out of stock? That was also a lot. Exactly. So it's like, are they making enough tires? Because to... they don't make bodies. They don't make many accessories. They just freaking make tires and good glue. You know what I mean? Which I... isn't
1: necessarily a bad thing in
0: the end. No, they make some of the best tire glue in my opinion. Well, I doubt they make it. They probably have by in bulk a blend, which I really enjoy. I've been using it forever.
1: You're going to laugh at me when you hear who actually makes their glue. Who? Loctite.
0: Oh, it's theirs?
1: From what I've heard and done a little bit of research on, the brand Loctite actually makes a... A glue exactly like the aka
0: glue. So go
1: to Menards and buy it for five dollars a bottle.
0: Okay, I'll I'll have to experiment with that,
1: or even Walmart.
0: Yeah, I'll have to experiment with that. Um, I know the Fords were using a Loctite glue, but it was like twenty five dollars a bottle. Uh, because he gave me the Loctite. I went and looked at Menards because he had you know your five dollar Loctite glue, and this was like. Big Daddy, like $25 a bottle. It's like, oh, he's like, I've never had a tire come undone. I'm like, for that price, you better not have. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. So right now you pay about 11 to 12 bucks for a bottle of glue. Would you pay $20 for a bottle if you were almost guaranteed for it to never come undone? I would. I think I would, too. Um, yeah, Chris, I don't know, man. Time will tell. They, it really will. Um, Cam's got a couple questions. He goes, Fendis Cam's is... always got something for us. Yeah, he always has good questions. He goes, Fendis is staying with the same sponsors. Should more people, pros, follow this line of thinking? Seems it would be beneficial to not always... On a new chassis or whatever else um, every season, like Cav, for instance. It would be beneficial, but I think half of those guys are looking for greener pastures and the other half are booted. I I bet I'm willing to bet Cav was booted. Very well could be. I mean, it's I bet he was told in October, look, you're not coming back, start looking. It's just the way it goes. It's, but, and then yet again, you're right. I think, you know what really started this shit storm? When, Enlighten me. When both the Ryans left team associated. Because there was always a little bit of silly season, you know. Back in the 90s, it was a huge deal right after Brian Kidwell won the Worlds. So he went to Team Losey. That was massive. And Matt Francis going from associated to Losey or Mark Pavitas going from associated to Kyosho. But really, you heard one every year or two. You ain't get. 20 in a contract season. And then when the two Ryans left team associated, that pulled the pin on the silly season grenade, I think. (laughs) I mean, I, I remember covering some things, but this is, this year, I think is one of the biggest years. I'd have to go back and listen two years ago, but I think this is one of the biggest years.
1: I definitely could agree with you.
0: Um, but I think Fend is probably super. I mean, dude, Fend had an awesome year. You, the only thing he could have done better was win the worlds, and that's so fucking hard. It is. That's got to be the hardest. That's got to be ten times harder than DNC or the nationals. Um what is the future of Proline or AKA in your opinions? What do you think, Joey?
1: Uh Proline's going to keep going. I think AKA will end up being the uh the racing brand of Horizon and okay. Proline will be the basher, the basher brand.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought cuz Proline has all the basher stuff on their on their line already like the crawler tires and bodies and stuff like that. God, I hope A.K.A. does not take the pro-line compounds. I hope their compounds stay the way they are.
1: You know, I think they will. I really don't think that they would have much of anywhere to go.
0: Yeah. Well, they're probably all made in the same place in China. Um yokomo had some top drivers leave it is this a slippery slope of them being done or are they big enough internationally i thought they were done and then they released a new four-wheel drive buggy so who the hell knows because they straight up said we they didn't say they used the word terminated that was gnarly maybe it's a translation thing But they said there was another guy. There was a third driver in this Lee Martin, Ryan Cavalieri, and there was somebody else. But they they said we terminated. So it's like there goes the pro drivers there. And then um, I accidentally closed it out. He goes, with the new rural president, what changes do you think or expect to happen? well I can't expect the world what I can expect is when he was on here one thing for instance he talked about updating rules just to common sense things and cleaning up the rule book like the other night I was looking for Minimum resistance for a 17.5 motor. I had, I downloaded the book. It wasn't in there, and I had to download another PDF file, an updated thing to find it that was made in 2018. So you're telling me from 2018 to now 2023, January 1st, 2023, you couldn't have put that. One PDF in the fucking book. And like he said, he tried and that Chuck son of a bitch said, oh, I don't like it. He spent three months cleaning that book up and that Chuck son of a bitch, oh, I don't like it exactly. Chuck, Chuck fucking sank roar. It was already going down the, oh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, what do you think, Joey. Joey, are you there? Are you there? Are there. You there. Yep.
1: Oh, stupid headset! I gotta get a new one. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. Um, I was gonna kind of leave that one to you, being as you talk to him, so you kind of have more of an insight of what he has an idea of. Yeah. Um, uh, I do think. I mean, newer is always better. Yeah. Newer has a better insight of what has actually happened. You know. Has and hasn't happened in the last um teen years. Right.
0: Well, so there's also...
1: he'll... Uh...
0: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say hopefully there's insane he'll... corruption in Aurora currently.
1: There's that too.
0: You know, it's... There's a reason why Trinity's picked on quite a bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, you know... That's quote unquote speculation that's right in front of our face. Kind of like what the United Well, we won't get into what the US government does to people, but it's just like what the US government does to us. They gaslight okay. the living shit out of us. Then just like Roar does. The same we'll, playbook.
1: Uh, we'll keep the politics out of the out of this one because we'll <laughs> yeah. probably get ripped on for it in the future.
0: Oh Red tie, blue tie, they're all part of the same asshole cabal, <laughs> yeah, I like I said, like you said on the podcast, you know the most things you can expect from Clayton is from him to clean up the rule book from um you can expect him you can expect him to um be more transparent. You know, it took nine months uh, about the fuel tank thing, and they said they te- they didn't test anything. They said they tested it and didn't do it. No, they didn't test anything. They just didn't want to put in the work. And he just wants to work with it. He doesn't want to do this weird shutout shit that Roar does. And then um, <laughs> Torad is, is saying, uh I think this is the last one. He's saying talk about how uh, the top drivers blast other drivers at Thunder Road. He goes it's some of the worst in the state. <sighs> yeah, man. You know, we've we've talked about this but about Omaha last spring at the Spring Champs and I was watching The mod, I was marshalling one of the mod A-mains at the spring champs. And they are pro-fast. Dude, they were fast. Really fast. But they don't know how to race. They don't know how to pass. They don't know how to let off the throttle. Like I said, I doubt you remember this, but when I talked about back in April or May or whenever we talked about it, there was a drive, I've never seen this until now, a driver straight up plowed, an, these couldn't have been older than 20, se, between 17 and 20, plowed another driver and said, you effing dumbass. The guy who hit the other guy called the guy that he hit a dumbass. And I saw nothing wrong except for the guy missing the corner and plowing the you know it's not like the guy like stop middle corner, and I've been seeing that with a lot of the fast guys around here. they are breakneck fast, but man, that's one of those things you gotta learn how to pass
1: yeah you always it's always beneficial to to figure out ways to get around somebody for that position. I mean, take example, the, uh, the race, the last race down at Omaha, the nitro buggy main. Yep. That was insane. No. Yeah. I mean, Seth, Seth, uh, I mean just by watching the video, Seth and Mason, you know, they, they race together all the time. Yeah. I mean, they grew up racing together. So yes, they, they they know how each other drives. So for the battle for the first spot, Seth actually did an outside-inside move. He set him up mm-hmm. for an outside-inside move. And then just, just, like, I guess watching at a split second what the car ahead of you is doing to make that split-second decision to book to the outside or book to the inside, you know? Yep break check here, give him an elbow here, you know.
0: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, it's like bumping happens. Like I did a wheel, people would have called it a fair pass, but I did such a hard wheel-to-wheel on Senior yesterday that I sent him flying that I sat and waited for him. Because it's like, dude, that was too much. Mm -hmm. And those guys, they don't wait. They don't care. But that's, that happens, it it seems like the speed comes before the racing. When I, I should, I hate, when I was efficient, more efficient at racing, and when I was younger, before I had kids in my early 20s, and when I could afford to put the time in, I used to go to um, TCHR every Sunday morning. They are open 11 to 6, and I'd go practice at TCHR Sundays because it was Sportsman Day. I did not care about my lap times. I didn't care about how my car was handling. I would sit there, and I would drive traffic as cleanly as I could with E-Revos and E-Maxes and whatever. There, there were... 12 guys on the track with junk vehicles, and my goal was to get around them, like, moving cones. And mm-hmm. it taught me how to drive.
1: And that kind of brings me back to uh, whenever Sean has his races. Yep. You know, you'll get guys that will come out there on Friday nights and practice and whatever might have you. Well, yeah. he'll actually, I mean, me and him race together, like, bread and butter, you know. we, we Me and him... I guess we've raced together so much that we we know how to push one another. Right. So, you know, when me and him are out there practicing, it's not giving a shit about lap times. It's, you know, making it to the corner first, trying to figure out how to pass this guy or hold, you know, trying to figure out how to hold him off going to the next corner or trying to figure out how to mess him up going to this next jump or, or even vice versa, you know, me trying to get around him Trying to figure out a way to get around them throughout the track. Yeah. For and sure. That's that's that that's what will make you a better driver is if you can find somebody at your own speed or even just on practice days.
0: Yeah. Uh, go
1: out to the track and just run laps.
0: I don't think they care. I, I think they care about going fast. I don't know if they care about the traffic part which is, that's half of it. You know what I mean?
1: It, it, absolutely. That's it's traffic is the biggest track monster there is
0: i hate to say it but when i make an expert a main with that group of guys i'm traffic and i get out of the way the best i can but sometimes they just straight up jack me and it's like what the fuck it's like you know your throttle isn't a light switch and it goes both ways i know maybe maybe i had a hiccup and you got to wait an extra corner but you took us both out you dipshit
1: and that's like me running in the e-buggy A-Main or even a stock A-Main. stock a main.
0: Yeah. But one thing. You no. Know, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I you know s- when.
1: Uh, go ahead, Joe. Know, <laughs> it's a fight. Rock, paper, scissors, Joe. You go. Um, It's going to be a fight no matter what to get around somebody. But even a stock A-Main. I consider myself lap traffic if I'm behind the number four spot.
0: Yes, you are. You, you know, thunder. It's yeah. It's about between fifth through seventh. Your lap traffic.
1: And then, I mean that's not that's not ever a bad thing. No, Just as long as you know, as long as you know who the leaders are at all times.
0: And dude, when you make the A and it's down to a C in an expert class, that's also considered pretty damn good.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: But another thing, though, one thing that, because you haven't raced much carpet in your life. No. No, I have not. Things happen, I swear. It's, things happen twice as fast on carpet as they do clay. I don't doubt it. Like, if you, you know when you have a little hiccup on clay and you see him inching up on you, and let's say there was a car length between you two, now there's a half car length. If you have a hiccup on carpet, you're getting ass-packed with that same car length distance.
1: Because they're right there.
0: They're right there. The grip, the speed, it's just so... Things happen so much faster. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, yeah. And One other thing. That main was so late after a long day. Because Tor, even though... He says he's not. He should get a, the, the Associated Wheeler. Um, I'm looking at it. I'm trying to look here, see what time it was. The main for 17.5 expert was at 9.08 p.m. Jesus. Everybody was exhausted. I guarantee everybody's reflexes were down the shitter at that point. Mine were.
1: That's like running at Psycho Nitro Blast when you're running at, you know, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning.
0: It's terrible. And I felt it happen, so I bumped up from the 13.5 wheeler B main to the A main. And then I felt, I felt the light switch happened in the two-wheel B main. I went from being in an okay bump spot and comfortable in a bump spot to crashing every other lap. And I see myself it's like when things are happening in slow motion but you can't do anything about it and it's like oh my god so anyway <laughs> so yeah do you got anything else because i think that might have been it i haven't been getting notifications on the questions it's been very aggravating i wish there was a better there's no real better way to get questions than facebook i don't think so
1: yeah not that i know of
0: yeah not that i know of either um we got that one and then let me just check the last place i posted and then i got like one or two more quick cleanup notes and we can get out of here
1: while you're doing that uh hobby farm i believe this coming weekend that's probably where i'll be um yeah and then the weekend after that is uh, Omaha for the third round of the Techno Winter Series. Yep. So any any of you 8-scale uh, itchers want to get out of town for a weekend, that's that's the hell of a weekend to do it. A lot Damn. of us from Minnesota
0: are going down. I'll be going to the toy box, but my buggy's still sitting there.
1: <laughs> womp
0: womp. I know. Um, One quick thing. Brian Bowman says he has a carpet for Thunder Road. He needs a carpet installer. He says that's what he's waiting on. So if you are a professional carpet installer or have a hookup on it, get a hold of Brian Bullman, please. So he also says uh, right before we put in the right before he puts in the new carpet, he ro- wants to run fist scale on and I'm like, I'm not doing that. I, hmm. I'm just not. But mine's in a million pieces, anyways. I'm waiting on all kinds of outdrives and bearings and all that stuff too, so.
1: Yeah, I need some stuff for my stuff.
0: Yeah, there's always stuff. Stuff. Stuff is fun. I like stuff. I got to become independently wealthy. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, guys. Um. Yeah, it hasn't been as long as I thought. I thought this was going to be like a two-hour episode. We're at hour 13, so that's pretty good just so much silly season i'm sure there'll be a couple more next episode they'll be stale because they're probably going to get announced tomorrow so anyways uh yeah i'm Joser jr and with me was my co-host joey fitzsimmons and we've ran out of talent see you guys